What's up, everyone? Welcome to Good Talk. What is it good? It is your boys, Cody and Robert, here today for another conversation. We sound like we're on the radio. This is like a good, like you're on your commute. This is a radio morning talk show. It is like a bright and your sunny weather day yes, in North exactly. Alabama. Traffic on 565 North is looking pretty good. I would stay to the west side of the lane. That's not even a thing. It could be. <laughs> so Why not? Go to the west. <laughs> like, do I park here? Or <laughs> uh, oh, Good times. Have you ever heard? that riddle like why do they call it a parkway when you drive on it why do they call it a driveway when you park on it that is confusing that why 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 do they do that <laughs> i don't know that's weird yeah why would they not someone needs to make a petition to change the name <laughs> we're changing the world we're, cha- we're changing driveways will- <laughs> to parkway park in my parkway and we're changing parkways to driveways because you drive on them like who decided that who was the ones like this makes sense you know like that no it doesn't <laughs> maybe your driveway is an access point to go for a drive so it's like you drive way yeah you, get, you drive <laughs> I'm, away I'm reaching here i'm reaching I'm driving away i'm driving but what if you're coming home you're not driving away you're driving, driving in <laughs> I'm driving from away. <laughs> no, who the English language is like? Who so made this weird, up? Who man. did this? Someone, I wonder what they're called in other languages. Uh, like well, if it's the same. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I wouldn't. I know in Britain they call them freeways, don't they? Is that right? Yeah. What do they call driveways? I don't know. I don't think they have parking drive- lots. They probably don't have driveways. <laughs> Small parking lots. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They all just park uh, on the street. They, I mean, because their houses are a lot closer together. They are. So. They're very. I mean, I'm sure not everywhere. I mean, surely there's right. places that Rural do have driveways and, and whatnot. But yeah. We don't know. Obviously, we're not I don't experts. Know. We're showing how ignorant we know, are right? in world affairs. Of course, driveways is not a world affair. But don't <laughs> take our advice on this. <laughs> you know what else is weird? I can't say rural. rural. Like it's so hard to say rural. Rural. It just sounds weird. Rural. Can we come up with a different name for people that live out in the sticks? Because <laughs> I can't say rural. Just say the sticks. Rural. You live in the sticks. You live in the sticks. Yeah, that's what we're going with. But you at what point sticks. is it a stick? When you when there's no more buildings but just trees, okay, <laughs> you live in the sticks. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It does make when sense. When you see sticks, yeah. you're in the sticks. That's right. Oh, I li- okay. I lived in the sticks in Colorado because there was no buildings. It was just yeah. mountains and trees and rocks. Wow. <laughs> and snakes. <laughs> and snakes. <laughs> Don't forget about the snakes. <laughs> Can't forget about oh, the snakes. They're terrible. All right. So what are we talking about this morning? Okay. So uh, last week, um, mm-hmm. I still don't know who Tori Kelly is. No, um, <laughs> oh, you, you didn't look it <laughs> no, up. No, I look, We looked her up on the. Th- I've never yeah. seen it. Was it on the podcast when we were looking up for we a guitar were, player? We were. We were. So the last five look? minutes of last week's podcast, you got to watch us just. <laughs> <laughs> look on our phones, looking at Tori <laughs> Kelly and her guitar player. We're here for your entertainment, oh, guys. Man. I am grateful. I did. You helped me find. I relocate. I've reconnected. He's alive. He is alive. He's probably okay. Uh, we haven't he, gotten his well. No, he yet. is. He. I watched a video of his this morning. Okay. He's doing great. His music is wonderful as ever. Uh, y'all should look up. His Corey Instagram t- uh, handle had changed. Is yes. really what happened. Yeah. And usually that's the kind of thing he runs by me. <laughs> <laughs> hey Robert, I wanted to DM you and let you know exactly. that I'm going to change my handle. So if you need to find me, I'm elsewhere. And Out of his 10 million <laughs> followers, he should know I'm the person that Priority. you run this decision back. You can't just pull the trigger on that, buddy. You got to talk to me. Oh man. Okay. So before we started the podcast last week, you asked me an interesting question, but we never talked about okay, it. Okay. What was the question I the asked? The question you asked was, "What do you think makes a good 
television show uh, or maybe like even yeah, a movie or yeah. you know, I guess what what makes a good TV show because I just finished Outer Banks mm-hmm. and so I thought it was a great show it did have it's its moments it's a solid show it I is like a it solid a show it had its weird moments where like you know you got a 16 year old kid jumping in a crane on a boat and he just instantly knows He's how to like, use it I'm spoilers. like spoilers <laughs> maybe you don't know how to use that yeah. that's not really a spoiler that's just like you know it's a thing that happens it yeah. is a thing that happened but so there Thinking was some weird things but again it's Hollywood right yeah so what do you think actually makes a good show? Like when okay. when, when you're um, consuming content on a show level and you're going to invest yourself into yeah. nine or ten episodes, yeah. what what are you looking what for? What makes something binge worthy? Yeah, what, in my what draws opinion? you in? What pulls you in? Um, <clears throat> what makes a good show? Now, this now is, does this, this include on... movies or is this purely shows? Uh, I mean, I, uh, maybe. <laughs> It is such an interesting question because there's so many variables. Sure. Because it depends what I'm in the mood for. Mm-hmm. Because like, am I in a romantic mood? Am I in a <laughs> am love a story mood? Am I in a violent mood? <laughs> Do I want action? <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, but regardless, whether it's a cross the board, yeah, general, whether it's action, whether it's drama, whether it's suspense, I don't watch horror. I never watch horror movies. I hate them. I don't like bringing fear into my life. But mm. it's not only that. I just don't like. I don't like being scared, and most of the time, horror movies are just incredibly stupid, anyways. And so, yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyone that likes horror movies, don't get offended with me. It's just a personal preference. All right, I don't like them. So, but I will watch almost any other genre. Okay. Um, sometimes suspenseful movies are too much for me. I have to like turn all the lights on in the house. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not quite a horror movie, but there are some scary moments or have some you, jumpy. Have moments. you ever done that? Where I've I've done this. I'm watching a suspenseful movie and like everyone's sleeping, and so I'm watching it on my iPad and I have my earplug and I just take them out and I just watch. You know what I mean? So I can't hear, oh and gosh. it seems like it's not as suspenseful if I can't hear. <laughs> so when I just watch, it doesn't scare me. But if I can oh, hear man. it, I still jump, and I'm like. Ah! <laughs> so there's lots of times I'll. Take take out my ear uh, headphones and when it's really getting intense, I'm like, I don't want to hear it I don't right want to be fully <laughs> invested into this. I need to, <laughs> I need to take I'll, a step I, back. And I do turn on the lights. I'm a grown man who still turns on the lights when things to get heavy in the film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, I don't watch scary movies as much anymore these days. I used to love scary movies, but really? I think I don't have anyone to watch them with me and I don't want to watch them by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's just scary, you know? I mean, I, th- there is something fun <laughs> to being scared to an extent you know <laughs> what i'm saying like ah you know ah. yeah you know uh, but like ah, kyleen hates scary movies oh, i love you so. kyleen thank you thank you <laughs> she hates rachel them, hates so them too so. she used to power through and watch a few Oof. with me when we first started dating but eventually she's kind of like i don't like these i don't want to do this anymore and so good for her yeah stand I, your ground <laughs> I, I mean so I, I haven't watched scary movies in a long time but i still like them i like yeah. to like to like them, but I don't watch them. <laughs> See, I just don't even like being scared. Like, I don't go to haunted house. I just mm. don't like being Gosh, scared. I, I don't like why. I, I love don't. It, man. Like, and Rachel does it all the time. Like, I'll walk out of the bathroom and she's like standing around a corner. And she's like, ah! And it just all the time she gets me. Cause I oh, guess man. maybe that's why I don't like it. I'm so easily mm. scared. It doesn't even take a lot. Yeah. Like, you can be like spider and I'll be like, ah! Well, I think it's like, okay, so Kylie and I just talked about this recently because we went on a date for the first time in months. Woo, it was so good. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Finally got some alone time together. Got the, <laughs> uh, we got, you know sent the kids off to grandma and grandpa's, and you know we went and hung out, went to PF Chang's, and nice. you know, got some some ice cream and just mm. hung out. But we like we're like you know I think well, on the first podcast we we're asking those little question cards to each other just for fun, and so okay. one of the cards was like, "What's your favorite memory of us dating?" And it was like technically before we started dating. Okay, we were in 
interested in one another. We mm. were like starting to pursue, you know, what are these feelings? Is there have? something there? Is there something there? But we went to, at the time, there was a haunted corn maze here in the Huntsville ish, yeah. Alabama right. area. And so every year in the October time period, there'd be that. And so there'd be a part of the, the corn maze where it was just like a regular corn maze. And then there's like the part of it gets scary. Right, and there's right. people out there with like fake blood on swords and whatnot. And they're like coming after you and chasing swords. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, this is some real deal right. stuff. There's a dude out there with a chainsaw meant yeah. to chase you. But anyway. So, but at the time we went together and we held hands for the first time. Oh, so that was, that was yeah. a good memory for me. The so it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like, sweaty. Oh, I'm sweaty and I'm like it and I love it. You know, so it's just like, so your heart's pumping because you're scared, but you're yeah. also like, oh, I like this. Yeah. We're hanging out. No, we want to, so I don't know. It's just, so maybe there's like something there. It's like the scaredness also yeah. makes me think of like, oh, yeah. Kylene and I, we're, liking one another yeah. I don't know so there's something there there's some weird nostalgia of like when I'm scared I got my baby ah so you connect fear to Kylene <laughs> <laughs> got it yes she scares me to death <laughs> but I love her so much every time I'm afraid like <laughs> if I'm on the road and something happens and I get scared I instantly think of Kylene <laughs> so that's oh, where you are oh my gosh so I don't know I, I think that that's that's what it is Is I, I kind of like the scary stuff because it's like oh if there's a reason we can come closer together ah. which I think that maybe that's the ultimate reason people watch scary movies okay, is they probably yeah. are like so we can cuddle a little bit right, closer on right. the couch yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm scared hold me ah. right you know i don't know so yeah what are we talking about <laughs> I, I see i'm not like that i'm not like i'm scared hold me i'm like i'm scared i'm shooting everything in the house <laughs> like, like, the tv scared. Like, get away from me <laughs> yeah don't touch me oh my so, gosh so it actually drives a wedge in between me and humanity so it's like i can't trust um, anyone you might turn into a monster <laughs> exactly oh, so gosh. but when it comes to horror, okay, so I don't watch horror, but yeah, any yeah, suspense, drama, comedy. action, I love action, comedy. For me, hands down, it has to be casting. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Like I can understand if, what you're saying. If they don't pick good people mm -hmm. to play the role, yeah. as one thing like about, like we'll just go there, and whether you guys watch Netflix or not, like Outer Banks, I feel like they casted perfectly. Yeah, they did a really, like really John, good job. Like their characters, like JJ's, per, like mm -hmm. the, the character, like the, the individuals that they picked to play, like go to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like mm -hmm. no one else could play Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Except for him, right? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp is yeah. just the only one that's Jack, forever he's Jack Sparrow. Right, even with like Iron Man. I am not a huge Iron Man fan, but Robert Downey Jr. was so perfectly right. casted that you can't not like right. it. I exactly. mean, it's a, he does amazing. Mm -hmm. So it like pulls you in. I feel like if they do a good job with casting yeah. and they find the right person for the role, and sometimes it doesn't even make sense in your mind, like Heath Ledger with the Joker. Mm. You're like, what? That doesn't work. I remember when they announced it, I was just like... That's the dude from 10 Things I Hate About You. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm A Knight's like, Tale. Yeah. Both great movies. I just Not remember Joker. up on the bleachers, like running, you know, <laughs> I love you, baby. So and if it's hard. You know, and, that, and I'm like, that guy's going to be the Joker. Right. And then I watch it and I was like, wow. I see what. He was casted. Christopher Nolan casted him like that was right. phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then you look back and you're like, no one else could have done that. Right. But out of the Batman trilogy, it's like one of my favorites because of yeah. the casting. Right. And so I think I will watch anything that is cast really well mm -hmm. and the actors are very good at the role yeah. um, that they get casted into. And then I and then there is like 
you know, like Will Smith. Like to me, Will Smith is Will Smith, and I love him in anything yeah. because he just—he's just, he's just him. Smith. He's just cool, and he's like awesome. And I he's, feel that way about The Rock. Like The Rock's just like you give me the good vibes, man. I just love you so much. <laughs> like you're just, you can do anything. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, like Outer Banks, the first episode. If those kids wouldn't have done a good job, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Mm, yeah. But those kids, they just they pulled me in. Right. And I was like, wow. Yeah. You you guys are doing great. Yeah. All four of them, like, you know, you're doing great. And I'm sucked in yeah. by, I'm willing to watch this story because of you guys. Yeah. There's been very few shows or movies where the story was so intriguing, I was able to deal with terrible acting. Mm. Yeah. I think because ultimately to me, it, it's kind of a casting, I think would be the way I would almost rather say like a good ensemble too, in the sense of like with Outer Banks, I would say that not just casting, but like the ensemble of like the cast working together, the fact that they all had the chemistry. Such, yeah. The chemistry with one another was just so perfect. It is. And I think that you can have a good story, but crappy acting will make the story unbearable to watch, but you can have a decent story, but really good acting can yeah. sell the Elevates story. everything. But I think the two together is what makes a great show, right. a good, awesome story that takes you on a journey and yeah. then really, really good actors to help tell and show that story Right, is really what makes a good show, in my opinion. Um, you know, like Stranger Things is another great example. I mean, to me, I don't. I know you haven't really. Watched I haven't it. tried it just because I'm. I'm a not. A bit of scary. I'm not on that vibe, <laughs> it's man. It's almost scary. When I hear the Stranger Things soundtrack, I just am like, <laughs> someone's behind me. <laughs> Run! <laughs> you know, it's just like super eerie, and I'm like, nope, uh, I'm done. Man. I'm checking out. But to me, it's it's a it's very similar to Outer Banks. Like the storyline is just so good, so good. Mm. and the the casting of all of those kids, and they all play right. them so well and they right. all play well with one another yeah. like it just really drives it home and it makes you just like i have to watch it all right which now. goes back to casting because mm -hmm. if you cast wrong you know you're yeah. not going to have that yeah. chemistry and so um now as far as like so yeah as far as genre though mm -hmm. i love like anything yeah. you know i'll watch almost anything yeah. i just love probably my top tier is action i love action and suspense mm. Um, but I, I watch anything. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of a mixture. Like I love like a good drama. Um, like to me, like Outer Banks is technically more drama if I yeah. had to say, but there are comedic moments. So yeah. I enjoy that with action sprinkled yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm definitely in that, but I also love a good sitcom. Like, right. Like how I met your mother, new girl friends. Like I love Brooklyn nine, nine, yeah. <laughs> the nine, nine. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, Like, cool, I don't cool. know. Like, to me, it's just like, I and need... <laughs> let me just have, like, a good laugh for a little while. Like, yeah. So it just depends on the mood that I'm into. But even with, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's like, they have such good casting yeah. that you come back for yeah. more. So I think, yeah, probably yeah. that's ultimately what it is. Like, a good story goes a long way, but if you don't have a good cast to, to, sell, to sell it, then yeah. it's not worth it. Right. So, so let us know. What do you guys think makes up a good movie or a good show? What makes up a good... Uh, yeah, I think that's just it. What makes a good story to you? What are you currently uh, watching right now? Yeah, what, what are you? Uh, what maybe is, you're not watching anything. Good for you. What you <laughs> good right. for you. Good, good for you. No, <laughs> not good for you. I need to know what you're watching. Go, what, go tell, what would you be watching? What are you watching on Netflix? What are you watching on Hulu? What are you watching on YouTube? Who yeah. are your YouTube people right now? Yeah, do you watch YouTube? You watch us. Thanks, Apparently, guys. you're we watching us right now, good so job. that's cool. Um, but yeah, I am genuinely curious because I feel like I have no idea. I feel like we you asked a couple people about Outer Banks at Youth the other day, and there a couple kids were like, "Yeah," and a couple kids were like, eh, <laughs> "What is that? I don't really care." What about is Netflix? That. <laughs> <laughs> is it Snapchat? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, oh, but I, I, 
I will say this. There have been times where like uh, you get in this show hole mm-hmm. and you're just like, you don't know what else to do. So you just click on something. It's not very often, but there has been a few times where I'm like, wow, I'm really glad. I didn't know anything about that, but I'm really yeah. glad I watched that. Yeah. So, But that doesn't happen very often. So what's our question? Okay, so this is a good segue into the question. And this Se- is why I kind of wanted us to start with your Se- question. Um, the question that we've got today is listening to music, films, media Ooh. with experience. Explicit oh, no. language and crude humor, a sin. You really set us up for that one. Well, I did? Yeah, as far as like the good show. Yeah, now, exactly. Because yeah. now <laughs> we just talked about a show we watched, and now if it, if it, it crosses any of these lines, we're terrible people. No, we're not terrible people, <laughs> okay. because here's the short answer. Okay, read the question again, because okay. I, I interrupted. Is listening to music, films, media with explicit language and crude humor a sin? Listening to music videos and music. Basically, if as consuming media that has explicit language oh, gotcha. or explicit crude humor, language, crude a humor. sin. Okay. Ah, that's kind of tough. Is it? Go ahead. You were gonna say <laughs> no, you, were, not, you, you were like it's easy. No, but yes. But no. But yes. Oh my god. No. <laughs> and now everyone's confused. No, I don't know. Here here's what I my this is my opinion. I, I don't know that um I don't have a scripture to really back this up by any means, but I feel like it is personal conviction to a certain extent. And to to a, certain, a certain extent, yeah. To a certain extent, okay. uh, it's personal conviction. I think that if you consume media that has explicit or, or crude um, themes to, mm-hmm. and, and it causes you to desire those things mm. or causes you to be tempted to do those and act into those things, then yes, I would say that that is mm-hmm. sinful. Yeah. But I think that if you're able to consume it and able to take a step back or be objective by it and to understand like this is media or, you know, you're able to separate from the content and it does not personally affect how you live your life, Mm. then I don't believe that it's sin. That's a personal opinion and and that's how I live my life. Like when I do consume content or media or like, you know, music that like, cause I, it's no secret. I'm a huge fan of Blink-182. Always have been. Oh, really? I got a Blink-182 tattoo. <laughs> love those, that band. Love that music. But it's no secret that obviously they've, they've got cuss words in their music. and Really? I, they do. They, <laughs> you they, don't there, say. There's some you know, profanity <laughs> elements to what they do. And then they're also, they've got like a lot of toilet humor type <laughs> comedy to like what toilet they humor. do in their music and stuff. And so... I've just always been able to separate myself mm. from it and just kind of listen to it and appreciate the art, but yeah. not necessarily connect with the theme or the content on a personal level. And that's how I've been able to justify listening to it. Is it ultimately right or wrong? I'll answer for it in eternity. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe it's wrong. I, I, I have no personal conviction. And that's why I'm able to listen to it. But I also yeah. do believe it's because I'm, I think we've talked about it before, I'm at a place spiritually to where I'm able to not let it affect my life. Yeah, and I think you just have to be careful that you don't justify yep. in your mind, oh, this isn't bad, when you really know it is. Yeah. Like, for example, pornography. Sure. If someone's like, well, it doesn't affect me negatively, I'm not, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But clearly it's not, you know, it's out. It's you're bit, watching something yeah. outside the confinements of God's structure, which is marriage, mm-hmm. a husband and a wife, one man, one woman, yet you're watching this anonymous couple have right. sex. So that's clearly sin. Right. So um, I think there are things when it comes to content and uh, what did you call it? Media. Media, media content. Thank you. There are some things that are obviously sure. 
we need to stay away from yeah. this. And I think people make the mistake of justifying it in their mind. Oh, it's, it's not affecting my life yeah. negatively, so uh, let's go. We're yeah. good. But So I think you need to be honest with yourself, mm-hmm. and you need to know if it's blatantly obvious, like the word. Yeah. Um, you know, It talks about in Job making a covenant with your eyes mm. that you don't look on anything that is unholy. So you have to be honest with yourself. But I also I take more of an extreme approach on this. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like a hermit and live under a rock sure. or in my shell and don't branch out and enjoy culture on some level. But, yeah. uh, I, you know, from what I see in the word of God is like we're described as clay pots. Mm-hmm. And um, I look at like a glass. Maybe I had orange juice this morning. I've been on this kick. Rachel's been getting like this pineapple, orange, strawberry juice or whatever. Delicious. It is fantastic. Love or actually, it's pineapple. It's pineapple, banana, and orange. It's really good. Sounds great. But Tropicana? It is. It is. <laughs> hey. And the glass is empty. But whatever I fill the glass with yeah. is what comes out of mm-hmm. the glass. And if I see myself as an empty vessel, mm-hmm. then I have an understanding. If I'm an empty vessel, then whatever yeah. I allow to fill this vessel right. is ultimately what's going to come out of this right. vessel. So if you're watching media content, and let's just use a wild example. Maybe you're watching media content that it always has like the male role being very disrespectful mm. and very abusive and very taking advantage of female roles. Okay. And that's all you feed on and that's all you're putting. That, sure. that type of lifestyle is going to come out of you and affect how right. you mm-hmm. perceive the way you're supposed to interact yeah. With those, so we do need to be careful, yeah. um, because you, you know, we say this all the time: when something yeah. squeezes you, what mm-hmm. comes out of you. Well, in order for that statement to be true, something must first be feeding into you. Yeah. There's got to be something in you first that comes That's out. Really good. So I'm pretty protective over what I watch. Again, going back to why I don't watch horror movies mm-hmm. is because the Bible tells me I haven't been given a spirit of yeah. fear. Not only do I believe that, but I also want to make sure that I don't feed into something mm. that I've been delivered from. Yeah. If I've been delivered from fear, and I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad for watching horror movies. But so. I feel like that's because you struggle with that, obviously. Well, I don't so, struggle with that. I just don't sorry. like the feeling. Well, maybe, yeah. Not struggling, <laughs> but it's like, it's something that does bother you. Right. And so I think that if you consumed it, it would hurt you in that way. You know, I mean, not hurt you, but it, you would not like it. It leaves it me would, in a negative it, headspace. It puts you in a negative headspace and it makes you sad or scared or yeah. whatever. And so that is not good for you to consume that content. Right. Or it doesn't affect me that way. Right. So, that's where I'm able to justify watching. Right. It. You're watching some guy in a mask with a chainsaw cut off heads, <laughs> and you're thinking, I love Kylene. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to watch that specifically, but I, yes, that is the analogy, I guess. <laughs> just, just mass murder on your oh, television. Man. You're like, Kylene's the best thing in the whole world. <laughs> but no, I think like teasing. what you're saying there, that, that definitely makes sense. And I think that we kind of uh, talked about this a little bit a few co- podcasts back, but you know, I think that it's a balancing of the scales. You're, if you're if you're constantly consuming that content of like, you know, the dude being a jerk and a wife beater and a, mas- a masochist or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, I don't know, masochist or misogynist. Maybe that's misogynist, what I was, that's the word go, I was yeah. thinking of. Uh, you know, so he's just like really bad and rude and just evil or whatever. But you're never consuming like your Bible time and yeah. your prayer with God and your right, right, with right. him and understanding that that is a bad behavior mm. and that is a, a sinful way to to treat people. Uh, when you look at that, you're not able to understand like that's a bad thing. Right. And I think that I'm, at least me personally, I'm at a place now where it's like I can look at that and be like, that's not how you're supposed to live your life. You know, don't right. attach yourself to that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm at a place spiritually to where it doesn't affect me that way because I know better. Right. I know what the word God, how the word says we should live our life and not that way. Right. So you're kind of hitting that and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're, 
first starting out in the things of God, maybe you need to take more extreme measures. I do think so. To yeah. build yourself up, to build up this resistance to that negative content, yeah. to be sure that you're kind of pushing the garbage out with yeah. the good in. And you have an influx of good, God's word, an influx of listening to podcasts right. like this, an influx of reading your Bible, an influx of worship music, yeah. an influx of praise music, and you have an influx, so it pushes that stuff up and brings you to this place of stability yeah. to where now you can listen to Blink-182, and that song doesn't affect your speech, right. doesn't affect your actions, because you know the Bible does say stuff like, you know, to Christians, avoid coarse joking, which mm. is something I've always had to work on because I love being a jokester. I mean, yeah. in in school, in the back of my yearbook, it was like everyone was like, "Thanks for being the class clown," you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like my mo. Sure. And so when I read in the Bible that we weren't supposed to be coarse joking, I was like, oh, devastation. (laughs) I can't make fun of people. (laughs) Like even in good, like, you know, I don't really mean it when I knock on Cody, but I mean, it's just for fun. Exactly. And so, so we do have to take everything and put it in perspective. And like, to me, when it says that you ought not be coarse joking, like if all I was doing was like ripping Mm -hmm. on Cody and like making fun of Cody, that's so negative Mm. and so you know, so I have to be sure that I, I'm not giving myself to that. And I think if you're not in a place, it's kind of like when God spoke to Abraham and Lot, and he was like, leave your countrymen, like mm. get away. You need to pull away from this yeah. stuff to get to where I've got you to go. Yeah. And um, I think people need to be honest with themselves because I really do believe, like one night I was playing Xbox, and this was going a while back, I don't have Xbox anymore, I have PlayStation 4, woo! And so, but <laughs> this was like when Halo was a thing, and online play had just started, and I was playing a lot. Mm. And uh, I was playing with kids who swore a lot, and they cussed a lot. And it was one day where I was just like, I was my day off. Rachel and I weren't married. I don't even know if we were dating yet. So I had nothing to do. Just right. a single dude playing video games. And I remember I was playing video games, and I died. And I, in my rage and in the moment, I just cussed. I was mm. like, I, I don't remember what word I said. Yeah. But I remember it was a cuss word, and I remember it because I was playing with some teenagers, and I had to apologize to them. Mm. But it was in that moment that I realized if I put garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I need to be careful Mm. how much I'm taking in because eventually that will work its way out. Yeah. And that happens regardless of how mature you are. Right. Because at that time, it was just a couple years after I started. So I was still very green, you know, just 23 years old. But I was taking it in more Mm. than I was taking in my fellowship with God, reading my Bible, all that other stuff. And since garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. And so we do need to be realistic with ourselves and we need to take a step back and we need to be like, how much intake of secular things am mm-hmm. I having compared to religious things? And right. those words might be, but how much, okay, or you just say how much world compared to God. Yeah. And we need to make sure that that scale is always tipped in the favor of God. Yeah. I, I think back, because um, I was talking about, it's like I've been brought back to my memory. I remember I was about 10 or 11 years old mm-hmm. and my parents were like, I've been begging them for however long. I don't know why, but there was this South Park movie that came out oh. and I had been begging them to let me watch it. And so they finally were like, yes, we'll let you watch it. Mm-hmm. I was 11 years old, 10 or 11 years you old. You should not be they watching South watch Park at 11 movie. years old. <laughs> they let me rent this movie and watch this movie. And like, it was like, for whatever reason, my eyes were open oh, to like no. the world of cuss words. Oh, I don't know. No. It was just like, I got all, I got the whole list, you know? And yeah. so like, 
I like, I remember like going to my friends, like after I watched the movie and I let them watch this movie. And then afterwards mm. I was like, all right guys, we're going to start cussing. Oh, you know, like it was yeah. just like, we made it up in our minds. Like we've heard all these words. We're going to start saying them. Right. And so clearly I was not at a mature level yeah. to watch and, and not, I don't think anyone's ever at a mature level to really watch that kind of content. So that's another thing too. It's like, even now, like obviously then it did affect me. Yeah. And over the course of time, I started to realize like, I don't need to talk like that. I don't need to, there's so many better words to convey how you <laughs> right, feel right. than about six or seven dirty words. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I know that culture ultimately decides what a cuss word is. There's no like specific word that is like, this is a cuss word, but the culture around you decides what it is. And so, you know, in your heart, when you say a word, is that a cuss word? I'm just saying that. So, yeah. um, but as I've gotten older and more mature in my faith and even in like, I don't know, just my life. Like even when I listen to like Blink-182 on my own and I'm singing in my car, it's like, I've, I even censor myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like, I don't care to say those words anymore. It's just like, even as an adult and there's no one else around with me, I won't say the words. And it's not because anyone's there to hear me. Cause yeah. I could, it's just, I don't, care too. I feel, I feel dirty to say the word. And so I have to listen to that. And so even now, if I consume content and there is an excessive amount of cuss right. word or an excessive amount of crude humor right. or like profanity, or even just like over the top, like sexual theme, it's just like, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's just cause it's just like, I, I don't want to yeah. watch that. That's just yeah. too much. That's way too much. Yeah. And I think that like you said, like when you're consuming it, when you're watching it, you know, yeah. and if you know, you got to stop because if you don't, yes. if you don't listen to it, that is when I think it does start to become sinful because you, you feel it on the inside. Holy spirit saying, you yeah. don't need to watch this. You don't need to listen to this. And yet you do. Yep. Whether it's a sin in the world or not, God told you not to do it and you did it. Yeah. And that brings us to a very good point. If you ignore that and push it down long enough, the Bible says you sear your mm -hmm. conscience as with a hot iron. Mm -hmm. And when something gets seared or gets burnt, if it gets burnt bad enough, it loses its feeling sensation. Yeah. And so if you violate that long enough, eventually you're going to lose feeling altogether. And yeah. that's bad because that's how God leads us. Yeah. And if you need to be able to know when he's leading you. Yeah. So I would encourage anybody that's listening mm -hmm. Whatever you watch Netflix or whatever music you're listening to, if there is something on the inside of you and you're just like, this is not right, you need to respond to that yeah. instantly and turn it off. And this is what the Bible talks about in the book of Romans. We cannot conform to this world. Mm. We must be transformed. And so you have to make a decision. Yeah, but everyone else is doing it. Yeah, it's not that bad. But if God is saying to you... Yeah. It is. You need to respond to that, right. and you need to resist that and, and get away from it yeah. because God is trying to do something in you, yeah. and he's trying to birth something and get you something and, and, and take you somewhere in him, and you can't do that if you refuse yeah. to listen to him yeah. in his leadings and his guidance. And his leadings and his guidance are not always overwhelming and boisterous and loud. Yeah. You know, I was just reading about Elijah and he said he went up onto the mountain and there was lightning and thunder, but God wasn't in the lightning and thunder. And then there was wind and, God, and crashing waves, but God wasn't in the wind and crashing waves. And then there was a small, still voice, mm. a whisper, and God was in the whisper. Mm. And lots of times that's how he speaks to us. Mm. And so we have to keep a heightened sensitivity to yeah. be able to hear the whisper. Yeah. And in order to hear a whisper, that means you're close to someone. Yeah. Like you with the horror, you like it because you get close to Kylie. Yeah, it brings yeah. you together. When you're close to someone, they can just talk real, yeah. and they can whisper and you can hear them. And when we override 
that sense like i'm not supposed to be listening to that. and we push it down it's putting distance between us Ooh, and god that's good and when you put distance between you and god you're no longer available or close enough to hear him whisper yeah so then you're going to miss clear direction that's, that's supposed really to come to you from god and so yes and the bible doesn't always say these specific things yeah. are bad for you right. that's why we have the holy spirit yeah to lead us. The Bible yeah. says he's there to direct us, to mm -hmm. lead us, to counsel us, to show us things to come. Yeah. And so you can be watching Netflix and you've got this uncomfortable sense on the inside or just what we call a knowing. Yeah. This isn't right. You need to listen to that yeah. straight away. Maybe you're listening to a, a particular uh, contemporary music artist or country music artist or hip hop artist and, yeah. and they use vulgar language and they're very a lot of profanity and a lot of explicit content. They're talking about doing very derogatory things or very sexual things outside of marriage. You, that kind of stuff, again, yeah. being honest, if yeah. that's all they're talking about, you yeah. should know straight up right. that's not healthy, that's not good. Yeah. But if it's not all they're talking about and it's kind of sprinkled in and you're getting that feeling on the inside of you, that sense, yeah. that uncomfortableness, then you need to respond to that. Yeah, and I think... Again, I think it ultimately comes down to personal conviction because if God tells you something, that doesn't necessarily mean he's telling someone else that thing too. So to immediately, if God told you you're not supposed to watch it, that doesn't mean that right. so-and-so is not supposed to watch it. So don't go around like, you know, canceling everyone's Netflix account because you're not allowed to watch Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I, I You it, can't unilaterally decide this is correct for all of humanity. Exactly. It's ultimately personal conviction and then... A, a balancing of the scales. Yes. And I think, you know, the Bible does talk about how our hearts are a garden mm -hmm. and weeds can grow in a garden. Yeah. And what weeds do is they choke out the plants that produce vegetables and fruits and, and our garden is supposed to produce fruit. Yeah. And then we find those fruit in Galatians 5.22. We're supposed to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. You can't walk in the fruit of God's spirit mm -hmm. if your garden has been choked out with the weeds of the world. Yeah. And so, and then it discusses different ways that things get into our mm -hmm. heart our garden, and it talks about three gates in particular, your eyes, yeah. your ears, and your mouth. Right. So Protect what you them. watch, what you hear, and what you say all give everything access to your heart. Yeah. So you do need to be protective. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't ever listen to secular stuff. I love the Foo Fighters. Like you like Blink-182. I yeah. love the Foo Fighters. Um, you know, I'm not saying you can't. I, I watch Netflix, but at the same time, I'm honest with myself, yeah. and I'm protective of my yeah. eyes my ears, uh, and, and ultimately what I say and mm -hmm. what I let in my eyes and my ears will affect what I say. Yeah. And so, um, but then there are some things where it should be a hard line. Yeah. It should be a hard line. Yeah. And I know that this is not popular, but like nudity, it should be a hard line, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it's like, well, how can you say nudity is a hard line, but vulgarity is not, you know? Well, like you said, it's kind of subjective, but we know that nudity outside of husband and wife is not supposed sure. to be, <laughs> you know, enjoyed and partaked of. Yeah. And so there are some things that I do believe you can just take a hard line on yeah. and be like, okay, this one's pretty obvious. Um, you know, like cussing in a movie or a TV show doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. If it's over the top, I'm just like, okay, this is ridiculous. Well, that's yes. Yeah. I think if it's excessive, you're just like, come on, that's too much. There's yeah. so much better way you can communicate right now. Like yeah. you don't need to talk like this. And it more ruins it Yeah. for me, you know? Uh, I feel like it loses like some intellectual honesty exactly. when they just start cussing every word. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, this is just trash. I turn right. it off. But you know, you need to trust the spirit of God that mm -hmm. lives in you and you need to trust him and he will show you what's garbage and he will show you what's good. 
and you need to trust him and you need to follow that. Romans 8, 14 says that the children of God follow the spirit of God. Mm. And so if, when I first got born again, he told me to get rid of all my secular music. Yeah, I did. I got rid of all of it. That was over 20 years ago. And now I have secular music back in my iTunes and back in my library, Mm. but that didn't happen to me. It's what I had to do at the beginning to course correct my life and to produce a stable enough relationship with him where I couldn't be easily pulled by these things. And after I got to that place of stability, I was able to start, you know, buying some secular artists as long as it you know, wasn't too terrible. Right. When you're learning the voice of God, sometimes you just got to shut off all the other voices. Right. You can hear the voice you're supposed to hear. Yes. You might need to learn that. Yeah. You might need to take a time of like, I got to cut off all these other things so I can really focus on God and his voice that way I can better understand his voice. So that way when you get out there in the chaos and you start hearing and seeing these other things, you're like, okay, I can discern that this is what God wants for me, not these other things. It makes his voice more clear. Look at it as like rehab. Like Mm. when you have a knee injury Mm -hmm. that see before Christ, we had a spiritual injury mm-hmm. we were cut off from him our hearts, spiritual our knee hearts was broken yes <laughs> your spiritual knee was broken <laughs> and when you when you have a knee injury and you go get surgery and after the, that's all healed up they put you in physical therapy yeah. and they don't focus on your biceps yeah. and your chest and your back they focus on your knee to repair it to get it to a place of stability to where you can walk normal mm. run normal do life normal well, when we first start walking with God, we had this, this handicap, if you mm-hmm. will, this injury that he fixed by the power of his son. He took out that heart of stone and gave us a heart of flesh after his own spirit. But then we need to focus on that. Yeah. We need to build that up so it can function the way it's supposed to, so it can guide our life and right. lead our lives. We got to make it strong. And the only way you make it strong is by honing in on it. Mm-hmm. Let's give special attention to this. Yeah which we should give special attention to it for all, all of our time. lives. Absolutely. But at the beginning of our relationship, it kind of needs to be way out of balance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have this influx, God, God, yeah. God, God, yeah, God. I, I think we keep saying balance the scales, but we almost need to, we need to say imbalance the scales. Right. Like, keep it higher, you know, yes. like, or keep it lower, or however, whatever way you want to look at it. Your influx of God should always be way greater than your influx exactly. of the world. Yeah. If not, you're going to conform. Yeah, yeah. Right? So we keep saying balance the scales, but we don't really mean balance. We mean imbalance in the correct way. Right. Your relationship <laughs> with God should be the only out of balance exactly <laughs> in the be. best way possible yeah, that's right that's right <laughs> everything else you can do like food yeah you got to balance that you yeah. can't just eat 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 eat, and wish. you can't eat unhealthy things so you have yeah. to balance that god is the only relationship we have that's supposed to be out of balance mm-hmm. we're supposed to have all of him we can handle yeah. every day all day take it take it take yeah. it take it take it right and so um but yeah i think so we we nurture that mm-hmm. we grow in that and at the beginning of that he might ask you okay i don't want you watching this yeah I don't want you listening to this. I want your focus on me. Yeah. And then after there's a period of time of growth and stability and strength, he may open up to where say, okay, you're strong enough now right. to where you can watch right. that You can series objectively on see this. You can objectively. And it won't affect you in the it way won't it negatively af- That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so honest with yourself. Um, the last thing I have to say is just personal opinion. If you, we don't buy CDs anymore, but if, if you're, if if you're buying something on iTunes and it says explicit content, I mean, you got a pretty good indicator because usually if it's got like Foo Fighters, Mm -hmm. that's not explicit. Explicit content means it is filled. Yeah. Yeah. Cause usually with uh, this garbage. Yeah. Usually like, and I I, honestly, I don't even know anymore because it's been a while since I've bought an album because it's just on like Spotify now for me, but usually there's just like a little E next to certain songs. 
Mm, on some gotcha. of it, like like for even like with Blink, not all of their songs are necessarily explicit these days because they've also kind of grown and matured as individuals right. too. So they are still sprinkled in there every now and then, but their their overall themes are no longer about what they used to be about. So there might be a little e here and there for some language, but um, the whole album does not necessarily say explicit anymore right. like it did back gotcha. in the '90s with that gotcha. big white label you on know? the front of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely think that. That's probably what you're saying is if there's like a big, you look at the artist list and it says explicit all the way down, might not be the best thing you'd be listening to. What do people post online all the time? Like they put a picture, they put something in and then they say, if you know, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, They'll post a picture. Yeah. And they'll be like, if you know, you know. What is it? How do you know? I, Y, K, Y, K. Yeah. (laughs) I, Y, K, Y, K. If you know, you know. (laughs) So I feel like that is just, just, if you know, you know. Yeah. And I think, (laughs) and that's what we've been saying all, the personal conviction is very real and you're gonna know when you are about to watch it or even after you've started watching it and maybe something comes across and there's like, oof, maybe I shouldn't be watching it or maybe I shouldn't be listening to it. You gotta listen to it. Yeah. You you need to listen. Um, The Holy Spirit is always talking to us. Mm -hmm. And I think, that sometimes we get in our head and we're like, oh, we can't hear God, but you know. Yeah. He, he, you are a child of God. He created you. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we make it so much more complicated than we, than we try to. Like, you know, it talks about how, how he is the vine and the branch, and, and, and we are connected to that vine. We were meant to be a part of that vine and that branch, and we know the voice of God. Yeah. He communicates with us. He teaches us how to grow. He teaches us how to walk with him. Listen to that voice. Listen to yeah. that knower. And keep your connection. Mm-hmm. If there's something that's cutting that connection mm-hmm. off, whether it's film, music, whatever, it, it, you need to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta take your connection with God serious. It's gotta be the priority in your life. And anything that's disrupting that, you've got to be serious enough. And it's not always an easy decision. Yeah. But you've got to be serious enough to where you say, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get rid of this in my life. Yeah. Because my relationship with Him is more valuable yeah. than this Netflix series. Yeah. You know. That show's not that funny anyway. exactly (laughs) so yeah Uh, all right good deal and i mean honestly i know that this is kind of just does a netflix series like i mean is it really worth it anyway that's what i'm saying at the end of the day like sure like maybe you missed out on like a a good 10 episode binge of just like oh my gosh that was so like you missed out on like two days of you sitting on the couch right (laughs) yeah yeah perspective is key yeah yeah so all right, good good talk. Good talk. Good. I love the title. Good talk. That's amazing. Finally, we got a good title. We got a good title. So if you have any questions about that, yeah. you know, let us know. Uh, I don't know if we were super clear. Um, I feel like we were very clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it at least. I feel good about it. Yeah. I feel great about it. Ah. <laughs> I convinced him. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. But yeah, uh, seriously, hit us up for more topics and questions. Yeah, keep uh, sending them. We, we love hearing love from you guys. To, to talk more in depth about the things that you're thinking about, concerned mm-hmm. about, questioning concerned about. about. Yeah. We, we really want to talk more about it. And this is the kind of stuff that I think we want to talk about yeah. uh, more of because you know, you're living your life in this world and you're trying to navigate it with God. And we are too. Right, we, right, right. we want to talk to you about it. We want to talk to you about maybe how we've gotten through it or what we believe, how we should get through it. And yep. we want to help you and come along with you. Yeah. Journey together. The journey together. Oh, together. <laughs> oh, whoa, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> you were not. singing Journey. Yeah. I was singing High School Musical. <laughs> okay, good talk. Oh, my gosh. We love you guys. We'll see we you on do. the next one. Bye. Don't stop believing. Whoa. Oh.
I feel like we both aged ourselves with both of those Journey, songs. Journey, everyone knows of Journey. Of course they do. Come on. And if they don't that know song, Journey. It doesn't matter how old you are. You know that song. They got to stop what they're doing right now and go listen to Journey. Do it. <laughs> Only that one song, though. <laughs> I probably could not name another Journey song. Yeah, I don't even know. See, exactly. Sorry, didn't age myself. All right, goodbye. Okay, <laughs>